Alright lads, this podcast is a member of the Vices of Wrestling podcast and network. Visit vicesofwrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions and updates across the world of wrestling. Sometimes you get bored of N64, so let's watch wrestling till our eyes get sore. We love the Tivoli, but there's so much more wrestling around the world. Making friends and making times and wrestling around the world. Hello everyone and welcome to Sarah and Sarah Wrestling Around the World. And this is actually take two of this episode, <laughs> thanks to my really bad internet connection for some reason. Um, so I'll have to think, I'll have to get pretty angry on social media with, with Virgin Media pretty soon. But um, Sarah, how are you? Doing okay, we're just uh, back from another show. Sorry for not releasing anything in, in quite a while. Um, we were due to put something out this time last week but I just couldn't work with what we recorded it and I was getting really stressed out because I couldn't hear Sarah and stuff and it just sounded awful and we had loads of breaking news when we were recording as well yeah the breaking news of Walter came out whilst we were in the middle of recording I mean like smack bang in the middle the phone buzzed and I just saw the news but um, I think since then I think it, everything's kind of calmed down everyone's kind of seen the light yeah. you're pretty reasonable when we record first time you're like no it's going to be fine He's going to still be in WXW, still doing all, all of his stuff. And I think, but everyone's kind of settled down now and kind of come to terms with Yeah, it seems to settle down. Jordan's going to be in OTT and we're pretty confident Walter is going to be in WXW. I don't mean that as in like less than Jordan, like he, he will be. He He's announced for training sessions in March and yeah, I don't know. There seems to be um some kind of changes with British Strong Style no longer being in Fight Club Pro anymore. Yeah, that was the big news. They left their, their towels on the on the ropes. But I have a funny feeling, though. That's a bit of a strange one. That wasn't a Fight Club Pro show. It was a Schadenfreude show. So, hmm. Maybe it's something so they won't be on the Cork and Hall show, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they'll come back. Who knows? We're yeah. just speculating wildly here. Yeah, we don't have any scoops. <laughs> no, we have no scoops. Scoopless. Um... Interesting enough, we had another announcement for 16 Carat just about 20 minutes ago. And yeah. it's not Riddick Moss or <laughs> Tino Sabatelli or... Uh, Who else did we want? Maybe Eichner. That could have been Eichner. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that <laughs> could still happen. It was Pentagon Jr. who is not signed to any WWE contract. No, he signed, isn't he signed to MLW? Hmm. He signed to a different contract. So that's a very interesting one. Yeah. And... Yeah, what a great what a great one to announce number three in the tournament. I'm not confident he's going to show up. He's let me down many times before. <laughs> he showed up to tag league and he's a noted good bowler. Yeah, so. I saw that. He's like TNA bowling champion, so he may have some competition. Yeah. Do you have any numbers on him? Oh, I'll have to I'll have to look him up. Look up his stats. <laughs> Is there like a cage match equivalent of bowling? I'll have to find one. <laughs> Uh, there might be. Speaking of bowling, uh, Oberhausen Open. We yeah. thought we'd have an announcement we could make a week ago on confirmation of that. Mm. And we thought we'd have confirmation now, <laughs> again, on that. But we still don't have confirmation, but we're pretty confident. We were almost there. We were like millimetres so away. And now it's kind of rained back again. But it's more than likely happening. 
Yeah. It's 95% happening. And if we can't confirm it now, hopefully one of us can confirm it when we're over in Oberhausen. Yeah. So don't worry. You're going in like three weeks. Four weeks? Oh, yeah. 21st of December. And the show's on the 22nd. Yeah. Okay. And I'll be over there the month after as well. So we're fine. We got this. We got this. We got this. Believe in us. Trust in us. Um, we wanted to be wanted to be big this year. Bigger this time around. Yeah. Set out the place. But yeah, um, we've been to a lot of shows. We've just been to Irish shows. Not a bad thing, but we've been to a lot of Irish shows since we last recorded. Yeah, there's been plenty of them. I think there's. It feels like there's one every weekend now. Yeah. That that we go. There's whatever company that's that's popped up where. You know, just run, people running more and more shows. It's it's really good to see. Yeah. Nice variety. Uh, when we recorded the last show, I guess, we said we were on our way to Port Year Anniversary. Yes, yes, we were. So I guess we got to start all the way back there. Fourth Year Anniversary. That, I in my opinion, was the best stadium show they've had. Um, It wasn't a sellout like other ones previous, but that main event, Walter, Will Osprey critically acclaimed um you know all the people that you go to for your wrestling news or wrestling reports have said that like it's it's a match of the year contender and us you mean us yes exactly (laughs) um i genuinely think when you look at just the match and take away you know the bills and everything and i know that's very important in wrestling but for just the match itself i think it's probably the ott match of the year yeah, for me it was the best OTT match ever. Now I haven't seen the Walter Jordan Devil match because I'm refusing to watch it because I'm an idiot. Um, I wasn't there live. I regret not being there live, and I haven't been able to bring myself to watch it yet. Um, I'm going to miss the first Contender show of 2019 um, because we are flying over to Back to the Roots in Germany. And we booked the late flight back. We booked the early flight back. We would have made it, but ODT didn't have, have the announcements out yet. And after seeing the Scotty Davis, Speedball, Mike Bailey announcement, I'm a little bit disappointed. Mm. But I will subscribe to OTT on demand, and I will watch it with the thousands watching at with home. The thousands, yeah. With the thousands watching at home, I'll watch that contender show, uh, and I may watch the Walter Jordan Devon match. Then. Oh, it like. The atmosphere was just... I think Sure Road captures it so well. I know we've said that before. But I think just Will Ospreay and Walter are so good. I yeah. think they're I think they're the two best. Two of the best wrestlers in the world, definitely. I know Will's injured and, you know, at the end of his 2018s kind of tailed off. He got injured actually the day after this match. Um, but their crowd were just so behind Ospreay. It was just insane how how much they wanted him to win. Yeah. Why does everyone hate Walter so much? What's he done? Oh, he's kind of mean. He's kind of a bully, but you know who's not mean and not a bully. Who? Is his good friend Timmy Thatcher. Yeah. Don't get the Timmy Thatcher hate. Get the Walter hate. Do not get the Timmy Thatcher hate. No, I really don't understand that the man just wants to go in and have a wrestle. <laughs> he went in there against Suzuki, like. Suzuki, no one, no one bullied Minoru Suzuki. Exactly. Tim just wanted to have a good grapple. Yeah. And he did. It was a fantastic match. It was. Wow. That, like, no two finer men to have that sort of match. And uh, Minoru Suzuki really scared me that night. <laughs> he he gave me the biggest death stare I've ever received in my life when I was there cheering Tim. 
and then at the end of the match when when Suzuki beat Tim I got a, a, a he blew me a kiss because I was cheering Tim the whole match and I was like nope petrified <laughs> I never want to be that close to Minoru Suzuki again <laughs> dear oh dear uh, but that match like it was one of my favourite OTT matches ever as well like I'd have it up there maybe even my second favourite OTT match ever and that's two matches on the same card which is crazy like the back half of this show and then you had Strickland who the OTT crowd love and adore with um one of the hottest names on the scene right now Bandido and Flamita against Los Ingobernables de Japón this was a really good sprint but I think that's like that's fine I think it was perfectly positioned on the card it didn't need to be longer like Naido's not coming over here and put a non five-star classics that's not what he does he had his t-shirt on under his suit <laughs> which i just thought was hilarious that's that he's just that nah, don't care the, the t-shirt's still on he gave more of an effort than i thought he would though yeah he did actually. he did like so i've seen him sometimes when he's over in the uk and he's a bit like Allah, come on oh yeah i saw him when i was in the uk last year and he just it was straight after the g1 and he was like <laughs> he was like nope <laughs> Not a chance. I'm here to sell t-shirts and yeah, take photos. That's exactly it. <laughs> Add my wallet and go home. And I don't blame the man. <laughs> no, but this was good. And the interactions between everyone in this match. But like Shane Strickland was pretty much like the most over man in this, in this match. Yeah, he's loved here in Ireland. I don't know. The rumblings about him. Are we ever going to see him again in OTT? There's rumblings. What's that? That he's going to be signed. He's, NXT? Yeah, he's going to be apparently in 2019. Oh. In January. That's just a rumour now. I don't know. Mm. But um, I He's hope still not. a big part of Evolve, even though he lost the title stupidly to Gay Unite now. Yeah, that Evolve. was... Evolve. Gay, what are you doing? Yeah, careful, Mike. DM you. Be like, <laughs> why are you saying this about Evolve? <laughs> you betrayed Evolve <laughs> Wrestling, just like the rest of Voices of Wrestling. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Gabe. Gabe, you let me down. I was a fan. I was a real fan. I gave you my money for many years. I watched... Evolved through the good times and the bad times. What are you doing? You sold out. Oh, you were there till the end. You I were there, there the end. until that show where everything changed. Yeah, I haven't watched the last four shows. Um, Alan wants to watch a show that they're going to put up. It's an old show, uh, so we haven't cancelled yet. So we're waiting for that show to book so we can watch it, and then I might go back and watch the last four, but I may not. Like I might just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Just uh, remember Shane Strickland as my champion. Yeah, just leave it there. They did him dirty. They did Shane Strickland dirty. They did because he didn't ha- he, he didn't get to do anything in his title reign. No. <laughs> Nothing. Like him beating Riddle, obviously everyone knew Riddle was on the way yeah. out. But that was a big deal. And Shane Strickland, I think if people do invest in him, he's a man to carry your company. Yeah. You know? They changed all three titles in the one night. Now, I know they gave the WWN title to James Drake, who I really like, but, like, there's no need for a WWN title anymore because there's nothing really much going on. Like, there's no flow slam anymore. There should really only be one title, and I I don't think much is the WWN title. No, and the roster's so small as well. But sure, evolve. Evolve. R.I.P. Yeah, dead now. Dead. Dead in the water. As is the podcast that covered it on Voice of Wrestling. Goodbye, Aaron. We miss yeah. you. It's sad. The two irons are dead. The two pairs will live on. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Until a company we like decides to shut down yeah. and have some uh, awful stuff on their yeah. on their show. 
well, I have, we have so many companies. So <laughs> we'll, we'll just keep moving around. We've got loads in Ireland now. Like, they can't sign everyone in Ireland, or can they? The way, <laughs> the way they're moving at the moment, <laughs> I'm afraid to talk about people a bit too much. More than hype, you're saying with us for the foreseeable future. <laughs> at least another year or two. Yeah, please, come on, give us give us something. Yeah. But uh, speaking of, uh, more than hype against the Kings of North in this show, in a, a tag match. And I got really annoyed in this because there was a few people from the North around me booing more than hype and cheering for the Kings. And I was like, come on guys, just, just for once, like just cheer more than hype. You don't have to boo the kings. Just don't boo like don't boo more than hype. Yeah, they're good boys. They're good boys in Dublin. I got yeah. really upset. Poor poor Nathan's leg. Do you remember? I know. It was very upsetting. They did a number on poor Nathan's leg. They did. And he looked so sympathetic in the ring. That boy can, can sell the leg. He was selling the leg all night, walking <laughs> into the venue during the match, after the match, when he's going home. He never stopped. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not still selling it now, to be honest. But um, yeah, that no, that was a that was a good one, and um, maybe it's probably best that we're waiting for the more than high title win. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the Kings of North came off as really really bad here. So they came out first in like Freddy Krueger, um, attire, and I was kind of like, oh, it's kind of a bad way to get heat because your costumes look kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're really mean during the match, and it's kind of weird because that's like. So little time ago. Mm. <laughs> um, but now I'm cheering for Bonesaw to win the title against Walter up in Belfast. That's alright because we're in Belfast. You can cheer them then. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, I think so. We're slaves to the pro wrestling channel. Yeah. I will, you know, if I go down to Limerick or Cork for Phoenix, more than hyper heels, I will boo them because they want to be. Yeah. You know, they, they're really, you know, shitty little. Heels. I haven't seen them yet. I was thinking I might go down to the Waterford show, being my hometown. Not quite my hometown. I I lived in Waterford City for four years. Four good years. Uh, I like Waterford City. Uh, I'm not sure where the venue is because everything's changed in the last... I don't know. It's been a while since I lived there. Um, but the Forum Waterford has some really good Irish wrestling memories to me. Like That's where I started going to Irish wrestling. Like when I was in college, oh God, 2008. There was a lot of good shows that were happening in around the forum. So it's nice to see that it's going back. Yeah, it's coming back. Maybe not 2008. I'm, that might be a little bit too late. Uh, 2007, and especially when I was like in like sixth year and stuff, we'd, we would drive up to the shows and that. So we got like 2000, mid-2000s, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008. Well, hopefully they get a good attendance so they'll go keep going back. Yeah. Uh, Waterford is a big wrestling town. Um. We had all the channels, like we had ECW, we had WCW, like a lot of lot of wrestling fans down down in Waterford and there's no company there. Uh CCW might have done one or two shows there, but there hasn't been anything proper there in, in well, over ten years now, so that's a long time. Yeah. It's just venues I guess again. Or yeah. near more venues. Yeah, I'm I'm worried now for um February. Homecoming. OTT. Still no venue announced. I know it's still a little while away, but I wouldn't be opposed to the Ringside Club. It's probably too small for the amount of people that they're bringing in, but I like the Ringside Club. I I'd go to the Ringside Club for a nighttime show too. I I quite like it. It's nice. It's nice and compact and has everything that you want from a venue. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully it's 
somewhere like that. Yeah. Heard rumours of it being UCD. I'm not sure where in UCD, but... Oh, that's a bit out of the way. Yeah. Still go, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need to find somewhere to put that cage. Oh, it's going to be a cage. I forgot yeah. about that. Is it, who's it going to be? That's I think that's the interesting thing now, coming out of the news. Is it going to be Jordan against Star in the cage? Is it going to be a three-way? Is it going to be, you know, Walter against Star? Like, what's what are they going to do? I can't see Walter going into a cage. Star doesn't, doesn't want to. Get the slap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe maybe Jordan Star. Yeah, I think Jordan Star. Or um, maybe the Kings. Kings like the oh, cage. Make it their specialty. Kings versus Morden Hype. Yeah, that'd be good. I just hope that scary cage though from last time. Yeah, it's really rusty and scary looking. Yeah, like it looked unsafe. But yeah. It stayed together. It was okay. Yeah. It was perfectly fine. We it made, looked scary. It made it through the night. Um, This show, there's so many matches back back to fourth anniversary. <laughs> um, Getting to see a rare t- um, Tomohiro Ishii versus Kushina match. Um, I think this is the second time ever. I think the first time was in like Singapore or something. So this was pretty cool to see. It felt yeah. very special or something. Yeah, it was. It was really good, and it was weird. Like it's like it's Kushida versus Ishii. Like when down the road. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? What am I watching? It's just weird. Um, I love Kushida and I love Ishii, so this was a real treat for me as well. I feel like there's so many moments yeah. this year where I've just gone. Wild. It's like what's going on. Absolutely wild. Like Satoshi Kojima and Michael May against Hiroki Kodo and, <laughs> and Max Rashongas. But of course. Like, third match of the night. There they are. <laughs> uh, Kojima was definitely a highlight of this show, I think. The crowd reacted massively for him and his uh and the bread, the bread chance. He's so over with the bread. It's actually a bit ridiculous how over he is. Like People started throwing bread. I'm glad I actually didn't get pelted in the head with some. Um, and then Michael May presented a slice of bread to him and he just ate it in the ring. And we're like, if this was anyone else, it'd just be I like, oh no. I know, it's the worst thing ever. You missed the bread. Oh. That, now, OTT on demand. Just to, <laughs> just to watch that moment. It's the most pure thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, oh no, just, that was a treat. I never thought I'd get to see him live. Uh, Kojima. So it was it was great to see him. And um, we got to see Davis versus Davis. Scotty Davis against Mark Davis, who's a bit of a mean boy. Oh, reigning over has an open champion with, with the Kevin Hart. Yeah. I wonder will he be back to defend his, his title. Mm. If he is, I think Kim and Mark should be allowed to team up again. Yeah, I think that's only fair. Yeah. And if he's not, Mort should be able to pick a partner. Ooh. First yeah. choice, second choice? Ooh, that's like... Mm, maybe he should... No, because I want first choice. <laughs> <laughs> if I... We said the road two is going to have first choice, so Mort can have second choice. Yeah, after all the road two tournaments. Yeah, all Mort... the road two tournaments, yeah. And then Mort. Then Mort. Yeah, I think that's fair. But he, if he wants to. Yeah. If not, he can go in the random draw. Yeah, he can go in the... It's up to Mort. If you're listening more, you, you have choices to make. But if you want to have, like, second choice, you need to win a road to tournament. We'll just fly him in. Fly him in. <laughs> Imagine. Um, yeah, so it was, it was great to see Scotty get um, 
some you know a singles match on a big show like this and he's always improving and proving himself and someone like Mark Davis who is having a stellar 2018 in both tags and singles he never fails to impress so yeah it was, it was a good match and just what are great fun stuff on this show got to see Rocky Romero which is cool I love seeing Rocky Romero I saw a video of you rapping with Rocky Romero that was pretty good that was yeah that was probably one of my favourite moments of the weekend <laughs> I have no shame <laughs> I went straight up to him and I was like can we sing so we're foggy by Steve I was like it has to be this line to reference Chuck Taylor and then he was like oh I don't really remember it I'm like I know the words <laughs> did you? and then yeah he was like okay I'm down for this that was fun he looked really happy about it in the video it's on Sarah's Twitter somewhere go find it I'll, I'll, re- I'll retweet it Do actually when it. this episode comes yeah. out so people can find it um then next night then we had another amazing show not in the Lashley Stadium but in the Tivoli Theatre was the fine two and wow this show was amazing this show went above and beyond I think everyone's expectations because every every single match on the main show was was great it was really really good and everyone everyone really impressed from people that we've seen before like Jordan Grace and Katie Ray and people we haven't seen before I think um Jetta made a very good impression on the Tivoli crowd. Yeah, I've seen Jetta twice since then, and she's just amazing. She I love is. Her now. <laughs> she's so good, and she plays her role so well. I can't believe that she wrestled for years and then stopped, and now is back. She looks so young. She's so fun. She's so fun. I talked to her when we'll talk about Courage, the second show I went to. I talked to her. I was talking to her for a good fifteen minutes, just about stuff. She's so nice and. Yeah, I, I she said that she's gonna be back in OTT again, hopefully next year. So, oh, that's really good. F- fingers crossed. I think she wanted to be back before, but obviously other commitments and stuff. Yeah. Um, even the pre-show on this was really good. Sean Guinness uh, against Flamita. Now I was a little bit disappointed that Flamita didn't come out to his Dragon Gate team here. I know he had the tequila song for the stadium when he was with Bandito, and that was fine. But singles action, I wanted the song. What is the song? Maybe, hopefully, next time if he comes back. I sang the song myself. That oh. helps. That does. I would do the same thing. Yeah. I would do the same. I, I love the song. You gotta sing it for this. You have to sing it. I was only 19 when I wore the mask. Da 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 da. Aye, 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 aye. Da 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 da. <laughs> Fight to win. Oh no, I got it wrong there. I had no choice but to fight to win. <laughs> aye, 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 aye. <laughs> it's good. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? You love my song. Um, yeah. Uh, Lazodan is just spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> <laughs> As I butchered the Flamita song. No, it's, I don't think so. Yeah. I think you did it quite well. Yeah. yeah, that it was. People were saying it was, so it was Bandito against St. Strickland as well. And we were saying, was the Flamita match better or the Bandito match better? And I think everyone had their own opinion on it. Yeah, I like the Flamita, Sean Guinness match better. I like the Bandito one better, but I don't know if that's because I like Bandito more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was Both matches were really, really good, though. And sadly, they really overshadowed the um, OTT match, the NLW Heavyweight Championship match. It was Curtis Murray versus Terry Thatcher that opened the show. 
I in hindsight it's probably best that it opened because yeah. if it was at the after those matches it, it would have died ha- a death like it kind of did die a death as it yeah. was but if it was after stuff like that then yeah yeah it would have suffered even more but yeah that that was probably the only match on the show that didn't kind of it wasn't anything to write home about yeah. that's for sure but something that was another title match the OTT women's title match between Raven Creed and Sami Zayn it was absolutely excellent. It was such a great moment. I This was definitely up there as one of the matches of the weekend. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not going to have it as high as the last few matches on the um, court year anniversary, but it's not much below it. Like, And for sure the best women's match in OTD. Oh, there's no question. By it's miles. By miles. Because the atmosphere, the just... Sammy Jane, she's she came in at the last Defiant show, the first one, never wrestled in OTT before, won the title, and everyone was kind of like, what's going on? And they didn't really build up to anything with her, yeah. but every time she wrestled for OTT, she was so good. Yeah. And it was good to see her, I know she lost this match, but it was good to see her have kind of that standout match of, of her run. And Raven, who made her debut a year ago, is probably one of the biggest success stories of this year. Yeah, I saw Raven wrestle about two, maybe more now, three years ago nearly, almost three years ago, in Cork twice, and I was really impressed like with her. Like She wasn't like, amazing or as good as she is now, but I was like, she kind of stood out as someone that wasn't really bad on the show. Mm. Um, I even said it to my friend who used to work for them, like that she, she's pretty good. So I was kind of flying the Raven Creed flag for a while. I've got tweets I can back this shit up. <laughs> scroll, scroll back. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, but yeah, uh, Raven Creed and Michael Mayhem. Ah. Yeah. That's a, that name sounds very familiar. But in her debut a year ago, she had that match with Debbie. And it was one of the reasons that people were shouting about, like, why is there no women's matches in OTT? Because they went and they had the match of the night that, that mm. time. They did. In her debut, so. A year ago. And now it's just so great to see where she is. Yeah. She is, I'm glad she's getting bookings now and in Scotland and stuff. So she deserves it. All the yeah. all the Irish women on the show did fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like the reception for Amy Alonzi was incredible and quite heartwarming, to be honest. Yeah, it was a really good moment when she came out. Um, to her queen, don't stop me now mm-hmm. with her unicorn. It was just so lovely. She's definitely one I can see you young kids just. Loving. Yeah, I think my niece would really, really like her. Um, after, after seeing her work, ring crew, and merch for so long, to finally see her have a TV debut was just really, really nice. and Really happy for her. Definitely. And and Debbie, was this her first time in her new look in OTT? I can't remember. But her kind of dark Debbie look. Oh yeah, look. It's so cool. Yeah, so she looks like a star as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, all round great matches. Yeah, like Jordan Grace, Katie Ray was brilliant. up until the main event was brilliant. It was it was like the super fight, really, wasn't it? Yeah, Katie Ray is very impressive, yeah. and obviously Jordan Grace is probably one of the most talked about wrestlers of the year. Yeah, so it's amazing that we've just, gotten to see her. Just saw her have another fantastic match today. Jeez. Over in the stadium. Yeah, um, yeah she's really good some of that I, I haven't seen wrestle before this year 
I've seen mm. her a good few times this year and just always really, really impressed with her. She's Is she the best women's wrestler on this side of the world? Outside of Japan, basically. I would I would say she's definitely up there. Yeah. Definitely up there. She's definitely top five. Yeah. Top three. Well, for me anyway. Yeah. Her style is so good as well. That's what I kinda love. And then we had um Viper against Valkyrie in this in the semi main event. Um Viper got a blood nose. Yeah, I got an awful whack. I kinda added to it, I think. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Made Valkyrie kinda look badass as well yeah. for doing that to her. And we had um as I mentioned before, Jeddah against Emi Sakura and Katie Harvey. And this was a ton of fun. Yeah. Emi uh, Sakura, I think everyone just fell in love with as well. I've never seen her before. I, at least I don't think I have. But I loved her outfit and it looked so cozy and I want her I want her gear as my pajamas. I want to wear that to work. <laughs> be just very, around the house. So yeah, okay. be very comfortable. Yeah, this show. If that was our last time in the Tivoli, what a way to go out with that main event. Yeah, the pop at the end yeah. when Raven won was just incredible. I think they put it up on, on YouTube. The or pop? I'm not sure. The match, maybe. Maybe not. But it was, yeah, no, what a way to go out. I don't I don't think we're going to be in the Tivoli again. Um, Just looking at other things. I know District 8 that goes on in the Tivoli has announced their final dates and it's for the end of January. Wow. So We love the Tivoli, but there's so much more. Should we going to have to change that now? No, never. Yeah, a two-hour show as well. If you want to watch it on demand, it, it'll go by in a breeze. And a very easy watch as well. Very There's nothing skippable on it either. No, nothing. Like, um, we have one possibly final recording from outside the Tivoli. Oh I'm going to insert it here. I, do, I have no memory of what was said. I, I don't know what was on there. I think people were majorly buzzing from the weekend, but let's insert it right here. Welcome everybody to Sarah and Sarah wrestling around the world live, possibly for the last time outside the Tivoli oh, Theater. Um, hello everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, so Defiant Two, we just had one of the biggest pops I think in Tivoli history when Raven Creed defeated, defeated Sammy Jane for the women's title My girl. and it was the it, it's the best women's match we've ever seen in OTT Emma I think you need I, to I just Raven love her Creed Raven Creed was amazing and not just the reaction she got when she won but the reaction she got when she came out and I think she got that because she put on such a great show last night and it was kind of like a natural turn rather than oh let's just support her because she's against the heel oh man I'm really emotional <laughs> she's so good <laughs> we, love you, we love you our cork princess <laughs> Cork is lovely and so is she. Um, we're joined by Mike Kilby. How are you doing, Mike? Just overwhelmed. <laughs> Did you have a nice weekend? Brilliant weekend. Lots of fun things happened. Wrestling was very good. Um, lots of beers. Just overwhelming weekend. Nice. Uh, Leah, did you have a nice weekend? I had a great weekend. My voice is gone as usual. No, it's after not. It's still there. You're still talking. It's a bit croaky. It's a bit croaky, and I have to head back to Belfast now, which is all, always the sad bit. But you know, our, our beautiful princess Raven Creed made it all worth it. And Emmy Sakura, our darling of Ireland now, we love her and all the little noises she makes. 
We love you, Miss Secure. <laughs> it's a love fest outside the Tivoli right now. Um, who we got? James. James Bonds. Hi. Uh, How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was really tiring, but it was really cool. I got to meet so many cool people, and I got to tell them they're really cool, and they were really happy about it. I showed Golden my shirt, I had him on it, and he was really happy about it. Nice. Oh, that was cool. What was your favourite match this weekend? Oh, favourite match. I really like that Katie Ray Jordan Grace match we just saw. Yes. Yeah. That's sticking out for me at yeah, the moment. If you ask me later, I'll probably have another one, but right now that's sticking out. It's just a really enjoyable I'm match. Ruin, I'm ruining Sarah's podcast. Right. Hey, Sarah, how's it going? Hey, Sean. Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. how was your weekend? It's good. Walter killed me voice. Okay. Hey, how's it going? Star of the weekend. Oh, Jesus. The Underbaker. Underbaker, best bake machine. Best bake machine. Uh, yeah, again, Lacey Evans. Yeah, Lacey Evans, you ain't shit. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very tired. Uh, but good weekend. Uh, amazing weekend. Thank you. I'm gonna. I'll say this quick. Thank you so much to all of the fans and all of the wrestlers who supported my dumb idea of doing a bake sale at a wrestling show. Thank you to all of the OTT management. Uh, William J. Humperdinck. Thank you for being so accommodating. Um, <laughs> and, and Joe Cabre. Give it, give it. But no, every, every, this went like way better than I thought it would. Um, and the inspiration for it, I'll say now, was the two Sarahs. Because uh, seeing what you guys did with the Oberhauser Open. Oh, sorry, I'm very tired. Oberhausen Open. I'll learn, I'll learn the name by the time I go to Carrot. Um, well, new, name, like, new name for Carrot. Yeah, yeah. I'll, they'll change the name for me. Um, but no, seeing what you guys do with the, uh, the bowling and seeing like this like wonderful bit of like community and fan engagement the two of you managed to make happen like inspired me to be like oh I should do something I want to do something here and yeah it's Mental Health Awareness Week which is like I have a, I have a theory that all wrestling fans are at least a little depressed um, which, which is why I've been crushing up antidepressants into my food before I bring it here um, but yeah no so generally thank you to both Sarahs um, smash all buttons follow and otherwise that helps them they're wonderful wonderful people we don't deserve them um, yeah I'm sorry I'm just gonna keep going until Sarah uh, MDK cries right, she's getting pretty close um, but no but yeah, also yeah thank you so much to everyone um, everyone that bought cakes or didn't buy cakes but still gave me money uh particular shout out to angel cruz who fucking blew everyone else out of the water angel cruz he's got that reality star tv star pop star money um i don't know maybe got a pay win from uh louis walsh or something i don't know how his finances work but um no yeah no angel angel dropped huge money uh i can't thank him enough I uh, also got to make a pie at a wrestling show for a wrestling match, which is like four different Venn diagrams of things that I am into uh, coinciding. So great. Also, uh, Divine 2 was fantastic. The wrestling in general was fantastic. Uh, last night was great. This night was great. Women killed it. Love women. Love wrestling. And we love Boom. a great Woo! Uh, no more mutants. Yeah, follow Eamon, he's the, he's the absolute best. He's got barely any followers too, it's ridiculous. Get on following Eamon, please, right don't, now. Don't, it's shite, it's shite. It's very funny. No, it's not. It's, it's very funny. It's really good. It's really, really good. It's bad content. It's great content. It's great content. It's excellent content. High quality content. That's, that's, that's a banter. Great banter. How are you doing, sir? I'm not too bad, I'm not too bad at all. Bit tired. Got flight in the morning back in Newcastle. 9.45, so gonna go get some food and then get a good night. 
Uh, highlight to the weekend? Women's show, women's show was just amazing. Everyone killed it. Never seen the likes of Aaron Creed before. Killed it. Never like seen Dalkley once. Amazing with Iper. Kaylee Ray as always. Killing it. As much as we hate Sammy Jane, every time she faces awesome. someone, the match is awesome. always Sammy Jane, amazing. Sammy Jane's one of the most like, underrated wrestlers. Sammy Jane got, got that reaction out of us with, with, with Raven. She did the same at Eve with Charlie Morgan. Every time she's in the main event, she is the main event actress. Uh, we don't have on Barry Zig Barry, whatever they're called, but we do have on Zig Barry featuring Blaine. Well, Blaine's taking over the show right now. Fuck. <laughs> the pop. Don't put a microphone in front of this man. The good kid Blaine. No, look, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fine. The pop for Raven Creed, I think, was the biggest pop in the Tivoli I've ever heard. With, with was, with was less people than the Tivoli generally has. Yeah. There's a louder pop than the old Luther Ward 1916 win against Pete Dunne, which is a pretty <laughs> big pop. Quality over quantity. That pop was incredible. Raven Creed's incredible. And that show was brilliant. The men's pre-show was actually overshadowed in the end by that main event. It was. And sure. I didn't see that coming, to be honest with you. And, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there before I start calling Zig and Barry cowards or something like that, you know? The cowards. Doesn't need to, some things don't need to be said. Oh, I'm dabbing, I'm dabbing. Hey, Anybody I've else? I've got their money, I don't need them to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep them all. We stand a grapevine. We stand a grapevine. We stand a grapevine. I don't. Martin, how are you? <laughs> uh, dude, dude, this has been a crazy weekend. I mean, yesterday, National Stadium was buzzing, one of my favourite places I've been to in a very long time. That main event, Walter and Osprey. My goodness, my goodness. Yeah. yeah, it's like physicality and everything. It's just like Osprey mixing up stuff like I've not seen him for a long time. Walter showing a bit of vulnerability, but also being the man. It showed it against Devlin, showed it against Tyler Bates, showed it here. It's been amazing. And like here, just now today, I've never like been in an atmosphere quite as crazy as that main event. Like Raven Creed crazy. is like a star, like a star is born, like that movie. <laughs> Raven Creed, I've been watching her the past couple of weeks and like she is something special. And she's not like in like English shows for next year with everyone being in Pro Wrestling Eve and all that stuff, Fight Club Pro, something like that. There's something wrong. She's been wrestling a long time. I first saw her like two and a half years ago down in Cork. So she has been wrestling quite a while, but not, not on as big a stage as tonight. Well, it's obviously something like doing all your learning when the eyes are off you. Yeah. When, when you see eyes on you like this, when you're already good like that. Yeah. I mean, well, my eyes have been open. Like the talent here that I've been exposed to the last two days has been absolutely incredible. Great credit to Irish wrestling. I hope to be back here as soon as I possibly can. It's been like two and a half years. It's not going to be two and a half years next time, I can tell you that. <laughs> Come back as soon as you can. Alrighty. Delighted you had a great time. Thanks, thanks Martin. Uh, Eddie Cyburns, before you run away. Uh, I'm reading a book that has the words, Hi, would you sell your dirty used panties in it? Um, no, <laughs> that was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, Lots of Scotland hate. Very annoyed. Very annoyed. No, it's fun. It, it happens all the time. We're very, we, you know, when our wrestlers are really evil bastards, then it's just understandable. But I loved it. I thought it was great. The pop for Raven Creed winning is quite possibly one of the biggest pops I've ever heard or been experienced in um, and that's it it was really good I, you know me I love OTT so it should always be a mainstay you're over here the whole time though oh yeah I'm here the whole time I'm here soon as you bye goodbye bye Nordy miss you <laughs> um, bye, I'm here all the time like I love Fight Factory like 
yeah. one of the first shows I usually I used to go to well, I think I went to an OTT show but then the majority one I went to was the Average Joe's one oh, yeah. and the Average Joe's immediately sold me on independent wrestling especially some guy called Ian Hellboy Holland <laughs> he was very unforgettable in the opener nobody remembers me very unforgettable in the opener especially you um, but yeah I love it I love Irish wrestling and I'm very lucky that I've ref for July 6th I'm very lucky that I've ref for Fight Factor so I think this scene is one of the best and one of the most thriving not for like the current talent that it's got but also the youth like they you know you have abundance of like Nathan uh, LJ Darren Dimitri uh, Club Rock Shandy there's so many and it's so good um, and yeah you, you, there's you know the, the future of Irish wrestling is so safe so safe thank you Eddie Slyburns this is my new tactic get other people to do my podcast for me my chaos DVD Scott you get here now we're leaving Scott! Hi! How was your weekend? Oh, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> Any highlights? Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray, you look e- at me right. Existing. <laughs> Bandito, always. It's an audio format. They can't see a wink. <laughs> Any thoughts from Hellboy here? Uh, yeah, I had a great weekend and I embarrassed the hell out of my girlfriend in front Aww. of Katie Harvey. Aww. Uh, sorry, what's your name? Sophia. Sophia, how was your weekend? Good. Did you go to the show last night too? Yeah, I did. Okay, any highlights? Um, yeah, a couple. I, today the, the match with Amy Sakura and Katie Harbour was definitely my highlight. That was awesome. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do it on the podcast, don't worry. Osprey and Walter is one of the best matches I think I've ever seen in a year of amazing matches. I wasn't there for the Devlin uh, Walter match, so I can't compare. But yeah, that was my favorite OTT match. No, it's definitely up there. And this is in a year I've seen the three-way at 16 carat. It's just been incredible. It's crazy. Thank you. Okay, I think we're done. I think we're done. We get everyone. Gary, sorry. Hey. <laughs> hey, Gary. Hello. How was your weekend? Last person. My weekend is really good. It's been the back of like three weekends of like, well, at least with this one's at home. But weekend before that was Wembley, then it was World Tag Team League, and now it's back at home. And it's a great way to cap off three weekends of wrestling. Hey. Now I've nothing else to say. <laughs> is that it? Oh, how am I supposed to follow Hellboy and Scott, really, you know? <laughs> They're the main events. That's what I was saying. Getting to, be, getting to see Jetta was like a guilty pleasure. Jetta was awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, I love Jetta. Yeah. <laughs> Emi Jetta's Sakura. Great. Emi Sakura. We need to bring her back. Well, no, mainly Jetta. I just love Jetta. Yeah. She's but, but also Emi Sakura. She was something I just really wanted to see and I got to. And I bought some badges. She made me my new best friend because we held hands for a bit during the match. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. I love Bye. you, son. Bye. Where did the other Sarah go? And we're back. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, I, no, I don't know what's on that. Uh, there you go. Hopefully it was clean enough. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'd say it was. Probably. Everyone's very happy, so. Yeah. And it was early. So no it was one's early. I don't think anyone was too drunk. <laughs> um, The next wrestling show then in Ireland that I went to that you didn't go to. Um, was the first Courage show. Um, I know I said on the show that I wasn't planning on going to this. It would be hard for me to get there from work. 
but I've had a little bit of a change in circumstances, uh, which allowed me to go to the show. Uh, so I went along, and yeah, for a first show, it was kind of cool. I, I liked the venue a lot, so the setup was kind of cool. I had no idea what to expect. They're kind of um stage setup and stuff uh, it looked it look kind of cool um gonna say the best courage match so far was on this card being rio o'reilly against charlie morgan i thought that match was absolutely brilliant um match of the night and yeah for sure i think it is the best courage match still i know it's only been two shows uh but it was definitely an upward curve of this show with all the matches and i was really impressed by bt gun who i'd never seen wrestle before and the main event, which was Paul London versus TK Cooper, was a lot of fun with Paul London singing his own theme song coming out. He was really approachable and stuck around and took photographs of everyone. He seemed really happy to be there. Um, the Fight Factory trainees all put on a really good show as well. Um, Club Brock, Shandy, Dimitri, Krakovic then the retro galactic guys who i wasn't too hot on before i thought they were much better on the show than previously and yeah i had fun it was fine um i was standing as well which i actually think i prefer to where we were sitting for the next show oh yeah <laughs> we had front row tickets for the second show and it was a bit too close for comfort when you say front row like we were <laughs> we could we were like at the ring like yeah. we like if someone wanted to tag us in we were right there <laughs> uh, it was very close um just a little bit sensory overload kind of a yeah like if someone wanted to roll out of the ring like we had to kind of yeah, move, move our legs yeah <laughs> I, I, got, I got some a kick to the legs at one stage and it didn't hurt me or anything and the rest of it was very apologetic but like literally just because my knees were up against <laughs> the ring like and I, I have short little legs you know so do I <laughs> um but yeah, the only negative I think on this show, which carried through to the second show, um, was no clear lines between who we cheer and who we boo. Kind of a lot of it's very tweeners and not really sure who the face and the heel is, which kind of for me can take me out of it a little bit. I mean, the wrestling can be perfect and really good as it was in the second show, um, but without having someone to get behind it's kind of there's a little bit of a gap there for me and i think stuff like that really does do damage to an atmosphere yeah because people are kind of sitting there like i don't i don't know yeah. like who it was like might as well go in i suppose to the second show yeah segue in like yeah, yeah, we, we had pack in the main event and he was against alexander dean tucker and joe coffee and yeah. in like pack is back crowd weren't that hot because there wasn't really anyone to get behind yeah um when he was announced for courage everyone was really excited because i think it was his first european date back and yeah um ott announced him first actually yeah and people were like crazy oh he's coming to ott he's coming to ott and then it's like courage uh that night announced him on their tron and people were like oh he's coming to courage first and uh like people were still hot and they wanted to see what they were going to do with him but not as hot as they were about the idea of him coming to OTT for sure and then when they announced the match the crowd kind of went a bit mild on the social media it's like oh yeah I've nothing against the people in the match no nothing they're all good all. wrestlers like the match itself was grand yeah but like good wrestling like it was good there was good wrestling in the match def definitely I Tucker is good 
but he's not someone that makes you want to cheer for him. I just don't think there's anything to him. Yeah. It could be different for the Northern Ireland fans, but we're not from the North or we haven't been to any Northern Ireland shows, really. No, so we don't know. Like, yeah. We don't know Tucker. We don't know Tucker. No. Like, Tucker might as well be anyone else on that show to us, really. Yeah. Um, If they had just done pack against an over-Irish babyface, be it a Jordan... I know Jordan would be amazing, and that would have got, like, huge, huge hype, and I'm sure OTT are going to do that one. But if it was, like, a Scotty or an LJ or... Who else, even? Anyone, a Scotty, an LJ, a Darren, a Nathan... Oh, I'm definitely leaving some people out here, but if they did him versus an over Irish baby face, like people would have been really, really excited for it. But I guess there was reasons they couldn't. Yeah. Um, so the match ended up being a four way with lots of good wrestlers, and the wrestling was completely fine. But that's what I mean. The wrestling mm. was fine, but too many bodies and no one to cheer for. Yeah, like I, I understand why Pac's a heel. And he's doing his bastard pack thing. And he's, you know, I get it. And he's very good at it. Yeah. But it was just really annoying. No one, you're like, you could be doing all of this stuff and you're not doing it. Yeah. But I want to see it. Like, please. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And um, then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for it to work, for the bastard pack thing to work. He needs to wrestle somebody who's really over. Mm. Like an over baby face or even someone that everyone hates as well, you know? So I don't know. Um yeah, that main criticism. And I just felt like there was too many people in most of the matches as well. Yeah, that was a long it it, it just felt like too many bodies. Yeah. Too many bodies. Um there was two singles matches. Probably the best one of the night was Laura Di Matteo against Shanna. Yeah, that was the um, match of the night for sure. Definitely match of the night. Um, the two put on a, a great, great match. Um, that is on YouTube to watch for free. If you guys want to watch it. Ah, okay. Might rewatch it actually because yeah. it was very good. And then they had Jeddah against uh, the Alpha Female. Yeah. Which was also like Jeddah's so funny. <laughs> that was that's what made that match. Jeddah's yeah. so funny, and Alpha Female just being like Alpha Female. Yeah. That was like Jeddah was really funny in that, but again, I struggled with knowing who was I meant to cheer for. Was it Jeddah? Was I supposed to be sympathetic towards Jeddah? And she was funny, or was I supposed to like the alpha female because she's badass? I think I kind of like them both, but yeah. I don't know. I didn't cheer for anyone because I didn't, <laughs> I just didn't know. I didn't know. But they were the only two singles matches. Everything yeah. else, there was meant to be a singles match between, wasn't it, Chris Ridgeway and Nathan Byrne? Yeah. And then Luke Cullen and was it Steve Savage yeah and then it just I was, I was actually a bit annoyed tag match. Yeah. I was a bit annoyed because the singles match was shaping up to be a good one <laughs> it was shaping up like oh I'm up for this and Ridgeway seemed really up for it and then yeah. once it turned into the tag Chris Ridgeway just seemed so interested <laughs> I don't know maybe that was just me reading him wrong and uh, Mr. Julian Pace um, one of our favourite Germans was on the card. I think he really impressed in this uh, show, except for the fact that he broke the ring. <laughs> yeah, he did. It's his thing now. Yeah, he just breaks stuff and knocks people over and a bit of a klutz is Julian. <laughs> too volgas for you. <laughs> too too volgas for you. Too fast. Yeah. Too, too fast for Ireland. 
Yeah, it's against uh, Dmitry Kokovic and TK Cooper. And this definitely did have the potential to be the best match of the night if the ring didn't break. In the first, what, 60 seconds? Yeah. Um, my favourite thing about this was Julian got really over quite quickly. Um, especially with lots of the kids in the crowd cheering for uh, Let's Go Speedy and Lightning McQueen. And I was just kind of sitting there like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> the kids love him. That's what he wanted. It's the entrance. Sadly, he couldn't run around the ring. No, there was no room. <laughs> there was no room. <laughs> but his entrance was still pretty good. We couldn't bring our chains to stand back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sadly not. But yeah, Julian was really good in this. And the three of them really held the match together, even though the ring was on three legs. Yeah. And yeah. It was kind of wobbling over and back. They did a great job. Definitely, and um, I really hope that they bring Julian back because I think he definitely made an impression. Yeah. Um, we were sitting there proudly in our shirts. <laughs> uh, big, big fans of Julian Pace and third yeah. place over Heldon Open winner. Yeah, I'm very, very proud of him. Yeah. Dimitri also looked really good in this. Uh, he hasn't got an OTT shot yet. No, and I really think that he should. Yeah. I think he should. He's. Every time I've seen him, he's been quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then TK just absolutely. Do you remember that spot? It's it's. I think there's a gif of it. The big shoulder tackle, and he Dimitri goes flying, mm-hmm. and it's so good. I I kind of feel bad for TK because he broke like he broke his leg at that progress show and was in New York, and he was on fire. Yeah. Before then, and since he's come back, he just hasn't reached the heights that he did. Then. Yeah. Like, so I hope that soon everything clicks again for him because I think he's very talented. He's very charismatic and I think he's quite good in the mic, but just... He did a great promo at the end of the show. It looks like he might be the ace of this company, maybe. Him or Tucker anyway, but who knows with Tucker and his... Does he have a WWE UK deal? Yeah, um... I don't think he'll be high on the priority list <laughs> for them. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean in terms of how yeah. much they've used them. But if I had to pick between the two, I, I would go with TK. I think he yeah. has a bit more to him. Yeah, that, that was courage, I think. So I'm still sticking with Rio Riley against uh, Charlie Morgan as the best match of all two shows. And second show better than the first. The Paul London versus TK match on the first show, also really good. It was fun. Fun. Um how i best describe it in like two sentences to someone who goes to ott is um, it's nowhere near the level of ott shows yet but it's a hell of a lot better than the first two ott shows so it's somewhere in the middle and there's definitely a lot of potential there um just hope people give them a chance because i think they got off on the wrong foot with some people due to some stuff that i believe myself was innocent um depends on how people took it up but the money went to charity in the end um yeah i think it always was going to charity i just i maybe i'll even say it it wasn't a good way to go about things starting off but i think it was an oversight rather than malicious or sneaky yeah i think they deserve a clean slate from now and if you can if you know if you can and if there's something like someone's announced that appeals to you definitely go check them out Mm -hmm. because it's great to see more companies and more people getting work. Yeah, in my opinion, and if everything is ab- like above board, then you know it is. So 
I mean, I would have been the first person to shout and scream if they had the show and said the money was going to charity and then there was no proof of it afterwards. Yeah. But I, I kind of thought it was worth giving them the benefit of the doubt. And, and this sometimes was proven carny. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, that's um, good. Yeah. Don't go to the TGIs, though. No. Wow. How long were in total waiting for about an hour for everything? Yeah. Waiting about 25 minutes to get served and then waiting about another 45 minutes for the food to come out. And we had to gobble it up like savages to get in for the show. Yeah, it's hard to run with Julian Pace. Yeah, we thought he'd be first out because his entrance is so cool. You know me as in WXW. Yeah. <laughs> we had it in our head. Oh, Julian's going to be first. We better. And just like nom, nom, nom. It was awful. Throw the money at the table. Just yeah. take it. Just we were like paid really. Oh, it was awful. Never going there again. We're going to go to um, Pizza Dog. Yeah. It's right beside the venue. Literally just at the corner. Yeah. So. We got our desserts there after the show because we didn't have time to have them in TGIs. They're quite good. Yeah, it's called a big dog. <laughs> we were like, we have Ooh, to get yeah. this. Um, and that was our courage experience. Um, I think we go back to OTT now. Yes, back to OTT to um to redemption, which wasn't OTT's best show. Um, I know we said that like courage was a lot behind OTT, but this was uh. This show was a stinker. Yeah, that's, that's, for OTT it was a stinker. Yeah. The main event of this show saved this from falling on its arse. Yeah. Um, yeah. It it started off well um, with Aussie Open and Travis Banks making his return in some long boys against More Than Hype. And uh, we do not like Aussie Open in OTT. No. No, we, we like them, but shh. We don't boo Aussie Open because they're mean. They're mean boys. They wear their black gear and they're mean. Travis Banks wasn't mean. But they were against more than hype who were having a tough time lately. On a bit of a losing streak. But it was, it was just perfectly fine. Yeah, it was, I, I wouldn't rave about it. I think it was brilliant. I thought it was okay. It was a good opener. Yeah. It was it, it if like I think in context, I think I probably do look at it as a, like, oh, it was great. But that's because of what came after. Um, yeah, it kind of went a bit downhill from here. Yeah. I wasn't sitting with you guys for the first half because you came in quite late. I originally was going to the show and then I wasn't going to the show. And then last minute I ended up getting tickets to the show and going to the show. And like, I mean, it was last minute. It was literally Alan was going out the door and someone had a spare ticket that they weren't going to use. And I was like... I sent him, sent him a message on Twitter and I ran around the house getting ready and we arrived in just as uh, Ingus was doing his chat in the ring. Hmm. So we took the first two seats we saw, which were quite far back. And I wasn't sure if it was just the atmosphere where we were was just a bit dull because you were more up with hardcores where it's a lot more rowdier. I found that when, when we went up there the second half. Hmm. But even where I was sitting uh, during the next few matches, it went a bit flat until Dan Barry came out. <laughs> Um, just jiu-jitsu was a thing that happened <laughs> and I will leave it there I think it won't be an ambition no no I don't think so good to see Justin Daniels get a little spot he was actually <laughs> probably the highlight of the match for me very charismatic 15 year old boy <laughs> crazy um, then we had the lads from the flats against Club Tropicana because uh, the lads stole uh, Jose Idol's uh, wallet yeah so um definitely an kind of throwback ott sort of mm-hmm. story there yeah um yeah and then we had dan barry you don't get dan barry I, do you i don't get the dan barry 
and I appreciate and I understand that yes you are a Dan Barry fan and I get that like you watch all that stuff that was your time when you got into indie wrestling and you like all that kind of PWG I'm going to say I'm probably even wrong with what I'm saying <laughs> but the Dan Barry stuff the friends what is it the best friends TV show what's even on I'm getting all this wrong he here. is on and off certain gentlemen which is where I which yeah. I actually that's how I started watching Dan Barry and it's his brief kind of run in PWG um, but it was mainly the interviews um, and he's on other ones like a scholar and a gentleman with Scalibur and stuff he has a, he's quite a few but he but everybody else no I don't believe they like they just like saying Dan they just like saying Dan that's definitely how it started because I, I he he made his progress debut there last weekend and, and I actually saw people giving out that he wasn't cheered but I'm like he wasn't actually cheered when he came out first at OTT the first time either. It's just a, it's just a joke. But then I think people genuinely like him because he was really like appreciative of the support. And his mom was there. So it's like, oh, Dan. And like, his mom at Redemption? No, his mom was at his first show. Oh, was she? And it was okay, really no. kind of heartwarming because I think like she'd never seen him really oh. wrestle before. And people just, he became kind of endearing. And people like him now. I went out to the toilet during his first match and I ended up getting caught chatting to somebody on the way in oh. and I missed all his first match but I could hear the crowd going wild and I was like what, what the hell on? is going on so I didn't see any of the first one the first match was actually quite good I think that's the thing with Dan Barry and that for people are like oh who's this guy yeah. it's going to be full of comedy and he is a comedy wrestler yeah. but then he does his dives and you're like whoa had an unfortunate moment in this one it, it did not look very nice but then he, re- he he recovered um like i'm not the biggest fan of trent seven but i think if it was the original match of trent seven versus dan barry it probably would have been a bit better and a bit funnier yes definitely i think they would have played off each other quite well sammy d just thrown in there last minute yeah there isn't much to him either mm. he's just a grumpy man yeah, which that do you remember his jacket? It was terrible. It's like this weird sequin patterned denim thing. He's not a comedy wrestler. He's just a moody, moody man. Yeah, that's what I'd say as well. Yeah, moody man. Speaking of moody men, um, we had uh, Jimmy <laughs> Havoc against uh, Angel Cruz in a, and you can't see me doing this. I'm gonna do air quotes. <laughs> death match, and I'm not a fan of death matches, but I think I know when one's a good one and one's a bad one. <laughs> And this just didn't have enough death in it. No. Uh, I wasn't a fan. I, I didn't want to see a death match. I didn't want to be around a death match. I wasn't really interested. I didn't see why they were having a death match because it was an accident <laughs> that led to the fucking death match. That's why Jimmy Havoc's grumpy because he was like, got really annoyed because something happened by accident. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill you in a death match now. Yeah, it made no sense. It wasn't like a payoff to a big feud like, say, Ilya and Bones was there last year. And that match everyone was raving about saying it was really, really good. And I was like, it's too bloody. <laughs> it was just too bloody. Yeah, I didn't really, I I didn't really watch bits of it. Um, yeah, it wasn't much to write home about no. this one. I didn't care for it. No. But yeah, we've done a long run of not really caring about one, two, three, four, five matches. I guess the opener, we won't say the opener, but yeah, four in a row were a bit near. Yeah. Except for people like to say Dan. I don't really like to say Dan. I mean, Dan. I don't not like to say Dan, but... What about when they do it to ring cam? Dan, 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 Dan. I'm not against him, though, either. Like, he's just 
I just don't the, get it. He I did the recap it. pose as well. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was good. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, in Bola when they do the um, <laughs> just the way they always do like the loser tag match, and he replaced Ilya because Ilya got hurt, and um, Dan was doing his his good thing because obviously he's a police officer, and Tim was having none of it, and uh, just his face off with Tim in that match just made me laugh. Just thought, I just thought it was there. So that was very funny. Because <laughs> Tim, like everyone else was selling for this fake, it was his fingers. Everyone was selling for the gun. And Tim was just standing there like looking at everyone like, what are you doing? And then he just walked out of the ring. And then he went back and just slapped him. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's that's Doesn't like those showmen. No, God, no. Um, I'm a fan of those showmen at all. Then we had Raven Creed versus Lana Austin. I don't remember much from this. I think it was okay, but it wasn't great. It wasn't it, as good as her... Well, it was nowhere near the, the fight may event, and it wasn't as good as the match today. But it was okay. Like, I mean, it was grand. A solid defence for Raven. Yeah. Um, Lana kind of impressed on the show, the fine show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the first time we saw Lana Austin and OTT, it was dire. And everyone kind, of, everyone kind of had a bit, like, low expectations yeah. for her coming back. But she, she's definitely improved, and... Yeah, no, but a good solid defense for Raven. Yeah, that she needed. It was fine. Um, then we had a four-way title match. Out of nowhere, it was really confused. There was weird booking going on. I don't even really know what the hell. They they played a video package, but no one could really hear it. <laughs> so no one like I didn't know. I thought like Mark Haskins challenged LJ, and LJ was like, "Nah, like what are you doing going for me? Like yeah, yeah. like why aren't you going for the main title? Like what are you yeah. trying to prove, kind of thing." So I was like, oh, that's just, you know, build like teasing yeah. Haskins. And then for this match, it was announced as a four-way. And then Bush was like, oh, sorry, no, LJ's injured. So it's actually a three-way. And then the three of them came out. But then LJ came out and it was a four-way again. I was like, what is yeah. going on? It was very confusing. But to be honest, this was for the title and Haskins briefcase for a title match. So once it, I knew it was for both, I knew LJ wasn't going to win and I got very sad. So I didn't really... This match was quite good, but I just kind of knew, so I got quite sad. Yeah, there was good wrestling in this match. Like it, it wasn't a bad match, but it was just so confusing and so what the hell is going on kind of thing. And then um, somebody sitting quite close to me got very upset that LJ lost and I thought he was joking and I realised he wasn't actually joking. He was actually genuinely very, very upset. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, we won't yeah. name names, yeah, but we won't. I, I hope he's feeling better now. LJ feel good yeah I was in good spirits yeah so um Chris really fine yeah Chris Ridgeway impressed me in this match yeah I yeah. think Chris Ridgeway is very good Chris Ridgeway as some people are calling him not me <laughs> I've called him for other people <laughs> I, I wouldn't say he's a bay but you know I can see why um very good I think we should get him back in OTT yeah People are touting him for ambition because he's a big fan of that sort of style. And yeah, um, WXW put out a shout to they're going to have a wild card in ambition this year, and a lot of people are saying Chris Ridgeway, but I would have thought he would have been a dead cert for it anyway. I wouldn't have called him a wild card for it, like maybe, but I said Klong because he's like karate champion, and you wouldn't expect him. Do you know? I'd love Klong's been there with like his dog tattoo <laughs> and his innocent head. 
and nobody's like oh who's this kid now like don't really care what is this kid this is a joke and they just kind of kicks the head <laughs> off Timothy Thatcher or something no not him <laughs> someone else just absolutely spinning the music bang Timothy Thatcher gone everybody <laughs> likes this since Tommy End <laughs> <laughs> better than Tommy End if I, in yeah, my opinion yeah. um, imagine imagine clogged the whole yeah, the he's a wild card oh. that's a wild card Chris Ridgway is not a wild card he's a regular no. entrant no he's not I, that's something now never mind the, the carrot announcements Who's gonna be an ambition? Is the one I'm thinking of. Um, uh, ambition was my highlight of Carrot Weekend. Yeah, I love that. So I wanted to be the highlight again. You have to get up close to the ring. You have to go queue and elbow off them to get right up there by the ring or the yeah. ramp even. Yeah, I'm gonna queue. I'm gonna. I don't like queuing for anything mm-hmm. ever, but I'm gonna queue for ambition. Yeah. Never mind the actual normal shows. I'll stand where. Oh, actually, it's the different hall. Yeah, it's so, gonna be different. So like, what's it gonna be Charging like? Charging Haller too. What's it gonna be like? No idea. That's gonna know. be interesting. It's not the Steffi where it used to be before. It's another part of it. I think it's where they have a big concert. That's gonna be. Fun. It's gonna be weird. Imagine the setup that they could have. Yeah. I mean, like the setup is unreal now. Imagine what's gonna be like. But yeah, speaking of WXW, um, two two faves, Rinkamp, who are having a bit of a spat right now, but not an OTT. They're rock no. solid. Um, against the two former best friends in David Starr and Jordan Devlin funny story when I wasn't going to go to this show I was going to go home to see my parents for the weekend um, but then I ended up having last minute college uh, that I found out about the night before so it was on Saturday and I found out at 9pm 9, 9 on Friday which is great thank you very much I won't say the name of the college right now but <laughs> it's not unusual for them um, yes um, so I found out 9 o'clock at night that I college next day so I was gonna go and my husband was asking me so are you gonna go to OTT afterwards and I was like nah probably not I'm after selling my ticket and he was like why not he's gonna be here anyway and I was like oh, I'll probably do some study uh, and I don't really want to go to the show because of X Y Z and and anyway why are Jordan Devlin and David Starr friends in OTT they're only friends because David Starr is a snake. Doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. And he just started laughing. And I was like, but it doesn't make any sense. Why are they best friends in OTT? It makes no sense. No <laughs> sense whatsoever. And he was just laughing at me or whatever. And I ended up going to the show anyway. But it made no sense. Why were they best friends? I think so they actually legitimately are friends. In real life. Yeah, yeah but it still didn't make any make sense. I they did the, yeah. whole, the whole entrance. Yeah, but like, they'd only wrestled each other once. before. I don't know. I don't know. But everyone's... I wasn't into it. I wasn't into the friendship. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a Twitter thing. Maybe I'm missing out on stuff that they do on Twitter or something. But in well, general... I don't, I don't know. follow David Starr on Twitter. <laughs> no, 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 Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into that now. I like him as a wrestler. I just want Great to make wrestler. that clear. People Great are going wrestler. to attack me for that. But made, to me, it made no sense. Why are they best friends? Well, they don't come close to Tim and Walter. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, Everyone proven right about David Starr and absolute snake. Yeah, proven right. Yeah. I knew, I knew. It is amazing. I went back and I watched A Haven for Monsters, which was when they were against Walter and Loki. And I actually watched just a promo at the start where they're kind of, you know, oh, we're together, best friends. They had shirts made. And and just David Starr's language when he's talking about facing Walter and how David Starr, it's his time to beat Walter and how he's going to beat Walter. And Jordan was all about, we're going to beat Walter and it's us two best friends. You know, we're fighting, you know, big man Walter but David Starr 
so engrossed in wanting to defeat the man he can't beat. He can't beat him. No. Jordan Devlin can't beat him either. No. But you know who can beat him? Even Kiev. Well, now. And Derby Allen. <laughs> so. two, two fine men. So. <laughs> I think they should break out their uh, Kiev tapes. <laughs> and Derby's for that matter yeah I want Derby oh, I want 2019 to be your Derby I don't know if Derby came to OTT Derby and Ilya they're real they're legit <laughs> Ilya's coming to Belfast but it's not the same as coming to Dublin let's be real no it's not even if a few of us are going up to see him are you going? yeah yeah I'm going too the, the minute I wasn't going to go but the minute Ilya was announced I was like no I can't miss Ilya in OTT was well, not really OTT. I mean, it is, but it's not, you know? We're just sitting in a hotel yeah. watching Ilya. Yeah, I booked my ticket the day he got announced too. We love Ilya, but yeah. I think it's going to be good to see him against David Starr as a heel. Yeah. Like, da- heel. Yeah. I don't like David Starr as a face. I don't buy him as a face. Yeah. I, I, I think his whole entrance and the nicknames, I actually don't understand how people find that like endearing. Yeah. It's but when he's a heel, I think it's very good because yeah. you're like, ah, just shut up, like, yeah, go away, David Starr, but have a good match. <laughs> he's have a really a good, good match. wrestler. Yeah, you know, yeah, he is. I want to say like, I, yeah, David Starr is quite good. Mm. I don't have anything against his wrestling. But I, he's definitely a, a topic of conversation lately amongst people. Um, a diverse figure in wrestling, that's for sure. But um, noted snake now. Put them in the bin with the rest of the snakes. Yeah, Mary Sinani. Right. Oh. I saw your. I saw you tweeted. You changed your calendar because it's now December. Yeah. And who wants to look at him for December? I know what he's done to the poor Rise lad. It's awful. I was off Twitter for a while, so I never got to flip over for you guys to see Avalanche. But he was there. Avalanche is there for the whole of November. That's, that's good. Yeah. A good boy. Our friend Shauna said that she may not switch her calendar over from Avalanche now that she knows that Mary Salani is waiting on the other side. She was away at Fight Club Pro this weekend. Oh, I don't blame her. I'd keep Avalanche up the whole year. Yeah. Well, I might need to because where's the new calendar, guys? I haven't seen anything released. Come on. I might get one for myself, actually. I might check out. Do you know the way they usually have it in the back? Do they usually have them on the back, like who it is for each month? Uh, I don't think they did. Oh. I think it was the Friday of the month. Because I'm very particular about I don't buy calendars unless there's a good thing on my like my month, like my birthday. <laughs> like so like my birthday's in May, so if it's someone I don't like in May or like a bad guy. Like if it's yeah. Marius in May for next year, yeah. I'm gonna be very angry. Yeah. But if it's someone like Lucky Kid, I'll be really happy. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. But make those calendars, we want one. At WXW Germany. Yeah. Pitch making a voice to wrestling calendar to um <laughs> our bad rich and yeah, he was kind of into the idea, but I don't know. What pictures would there be up there? Of us. <laughs> of all the different podcasts. We could make it. There's enough people on Voice of Wrestling for sure. Do we have to think of a pose? I mean, yeah, we do a pose. Of course we do a pose. Both of us will be on it together. And oh. the Aaron's will be on it together. Like we're in like little communist hats. <laughs> and Joe Lanza will be pacing in his den. And, you know, Rich would be secretly sassy, you know. <laughs> All the know. tropes. All, all the tropes. All the tropes. Yeah. I don't know what Ireland would be. Yeah. Looking at each other in disgust because we're not friends. <laughs> Holding bonds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I've yeah. had. I've. Oh, now that's something I'm very look much so, much so looking forward to. Will it be like Christmassy bonds when oh, I'm there? Maybe. Oh, I'm very excited. I will report back on the cutter of the bonds. 
18 year anniversary when they have special Christmas drinks oh they have like Luch wine yeah that's oh I hope they do mm. fingers crossed anyway the main event <laughs> this match saved this show yeah. didn't it it's I just love watching ring camp wrestle to be quite honest I get so engrossed in their matches um, I know it is always like the big joke like I feel like Timo has kind of turned into like a meme or something but I genuinely think he's one of the best wrestlers in the world and you pay so much close attention to him because his facial expressions are some of the best in the business and then definitely against David Starr and Jordan Devlin who I think David Starr also has great facial expressions as well he sells everything brilliantly and Jordan got the package pile driver and Walter then the crowd went mental. The crowd were kind of dead throughout the night because there was nothing to kind of make them rise. But Jordan Devlin is just beloved. Yeah. I wasn't as high on Jordan as everyone else up until quite recently. And now I'm like, he's amazing. Like, he really is one of the best wrestlers in the world this year. And we're so lucky that we have him here. And we get to see him all the time. I, Yeah, sometimes I nearly take him for granted. Because I, I feel like I don't cheer him. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad because always, he's always against like Ring Camp and he was against um, Terry Thatcher today, and I felt like Terry needed support. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, I never cheer for him either. Yeah, but like I love Jordan. It's people yeah. are always like, oh, you obviously don't like Jordan. I'm like, no, I love Jordan. He gets enough support. He gets exactly. I have. I've bought his t-shirts before, so that's enough. Mm-hmm. I've bought two of his shirts. There you go. Yeah. Same amount of ring camp shirts I have, so that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, it was a great night event. It brought everything up again. I mean, it was a bit of a sad at the end, I guess, with the guys losing again. But um, I was grand. Yeah, I was delighted. Yeah, I was fine too. Uh, as I said on Twitter, it's like OTT shoved it up the arse of the market. <laughs> yeah, they did. There was nothing to be happy about. No. There was nothing to be happy about in this show. I mean, Raven Creed. Like retaining, sure, but it wasn't really a massive challenge that challenger she had. Other than that, all the heels won. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Well, the lads in the flat speak Club Tropicana, but I guess they're kind of both tweeners, aren't they? Really, they're both kind yeah. of can't they? But yeah. The beat could be Justy. The Justy beat. What the hell happened? It doesn't but matter. That match was just a write-off. Yeah. I... <laughs> I really do wonder. I thought that Justy was probably injured, but then he took a real stupid bump off the top rope where he came on his arse. I was like, yeah, well, there's probably nothing wrong with him, so. Yeah, he's grand. <laughs> so this makes it even worse. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's pretty much what I got from that. I think the worst thing is now, like, I really like Be Cool. But, like, where is he going to go from here? Like, is this feud over? Like, none of them were on the show today. Hmm. So, like, what's going to happen? I guess we'll wait and see. I just hope they can move on from this. I'm done with the whole Angel Cruisers, Gymnasties 2.0 feud. Yeah. I think everyone needs to move on from that. <laughs> the ship has sailed and everyone, need, everyone needs to move on to other things. Yeah. Anyway, today. <laughs> today, Contenders was a lot of fun. See, we get a bonus show now that the first recording died. Yeah. Well, not died, but was horrible. <laughs> we can end on a really good note because yep. today's show was a ton of fun. Yeah. 
a nice Christmassy special the last show in Dublin before the end of the year yep we had a visit from Masada Tanaka that was cool that was really cool that he was there I loved his matches with Mike Awesome in ECW I, I went through an ECW phase when all the videos went came into Vibes and Scribes and Cork I bought mm-hmm. them all it's three for ten euros it's pretty good actually binge watched them while I was in first year college in Cork before I dropped out of first year college in Cork because <laughs> <laughs> I spent too long watching ECW videotapes and partying and not going to college um, but it was good times worth it to watch all those Tanaka matches yeah those are great like that's how I know them I, that's how I know them from seeing those Mike Austin matches that like my brothers would have watched the Angels I ended up watching them um, like I turned I just turned to James I'm like this year <laughs> mad <laughs> like who would have thought like you know, some of the big New Japan guys are like, okay, you know, they were over in Rev Pro and all this sort of stuff. So there's always kind of like a chance to see yeah. them live. But he's just a completely left field one. Yeah. I never thought. Like a, it's wild. And he, he definitely put his working boots on. Like, he was great. Yeah, it was a six-man tag. So against the Morden Hype Boys with Sean Maxer and Michael May. The zero one lads, the zero one boys, and the two Irish wrestlers who've gone over to wrestle in zero one, and yeah, he was hard hitting, wasn't he? Yeah, th- there was a massive pop when him and uh, Nathan Martin had a face off, and like, how cool is that? Like Nathan Martin, eighteen years old, beloved by the crowd, and get seeing him face to face with a legend like that, and the crowd reacting for that because they know that Nathan can bring it. Yeah. Squared up to Masada Tanaka. Psycho Nathan Martin. Definitely psycho for doing that. Yeah. Oh boy. It was just, it was really great to see him. Um, it was weird, but it was, yeah, that was awesome. That's one of those things. People are going to look back on cards in years yeah. to come and be like, oh, okay. When more than hype are taking over the world, people will go through their match history and go and look at that and be like, oh, yeah. cool. And Michael May just gets to team with legends all the time. <laughs> he does. He's so lucky. I feel I kind of feel bad for Michael May because there's such a wealth of young Irish talent now. And Michael May, in ring-wise, is one of the best. He's very, very good. Very technical. But because he doesn't have like a cool crew to hang out with or like a character, he's kind of just kind of forgotten about, I feel. We love Shy Boy Bay, Michael May. <laughs> Shy Boy Bay, Michael May. Oh, I think oh, you'd like that. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, God bless I him. I tweeted that like months ago and you didn't get over it. I was like, that was good. That was good. Oh, there's nothing worse. I probably didn't see it. If I saw it, I would have <laughs> given it some support. Our opener was Callum Black against Scotty Davis. And Callum Black definitely impressing the crowd. And he's someone who we saw on the first contenders and he was on like the first two or three. Yep. And then first, we did first match of first contenders, I believe. Yeah, the original contender then you could say. And then he was uh he he wasn't on a few shows and then he came back as part of open canvas. I won't get into my gripe about it, but he came back on open canvas against uh Connor Andrews on the show previously. And the crowd want to see Callum because they know that he's really good and he deserves to be on these shows. I missed that show, but I'm very much on Team Callum. I even was from the start. I thought he was good in his first outing. Um, I think his new gear suits him. Yes, definitely. I yeah, he's a bruiser and he's got lots of charisma and yeah. 
You brought it to Scotty today. Yeah. Definitely brought it to Scotty. Scotty look Scotty often looked very good in this match. They made each other look good. Yeah. They, they both they, made each other look good in this. They they played to their strengths and yeah, it was brilliant. Um and then we had return of open canvas. My gripe about open canvas is so Connor Andrews was part of it again. How like open canvas is meant to be like, oh, these are wrestlers gonna get in their shot on, you know, shows. Connor Andrews made his debut in the Tivoli. <laughs> like you know, yeah. is it not just, like, isn't Open Canvas not what Contenders was originally meant to be about? Yeah. But anyway, he was against... I want to see Justin Daniels wrestle. Yeah, Justin Daniels. Dimitri. See, now, that like, that's who I was kind of expecting yeah. on the previous Open Canvas show was some of those Five Factory or main stage guys. Yeah. Um, we got a new, we did get a new main stage face this time, though. Yeah, did you catch his name? I, I didn't. I didn't, I'm sorry. But he's very good. Yeah, yeah, he, he was solid. Danny, was it Danny? I think it was Danny. Um, yeah, he looked very good. Bit, showed a bit of charisma, a bit of cockiness at the start. You know, doing what I like to call the Tyler Breeze. I don't. <laughs> the Tyler Breeze. That's who I associate it with. So many wrestlers do it, but I'm like, no, it's the Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Of, of course it is. Um, and I thought that was very good. Um, and then now Connor Andrews is the king of contenders with his cape. <laughs> that came out of a bag that had a dog on it oh, God. <laughs> and um, everyone it was bad because everyone just kind of laughed at him yeah Danny Cross Danny Cross okay yeah. that's good Um, yeah that was kind of something was it something Connor Connor Andrews poor Connor Andrews he made his debut in the Tivoli against Scotty Davis who's got on to wrestle and in England and is known as kind of the the hotly tipped next Irish ace um, after Jordan Devlin and poor Connor Andrews is now an open canvas and wearing a cape wearing out of a bag yeah it looks like what a caught like a it definitely looks like something that like when you're in school and you're doing like the Christmas play that they had like back like that's kind of been passed down like the generations like this is like for the king and the and you know the the nativity I miss the cape. I miss the cape. I miss the bread. I miss Dan Barry's first thing. I have the worst bladder of all time and the worst timing. What are you going to miss next? What am I going to miss next? I miss Jordan versus Walter because I had an exam. Oh. Then I didn't even have to take the exam because I passed the module on, on my continuous assessment. Rotten luck. Rotten luck. Rotten luck. Well, I miss the cape. Well, I guess whatever. I genuinely thought Orange Cassidy was going to show up today. Why? Because he was over in Fight Club Aww. Pro for the two shows. And I was like, oh, Martina's going to be a surprise. Maybe mm-hmm. she'll bring Orange Cassidy with her. You know. But I think, Ar- I just, I think he's going to be the t- person who I just never see live. Did you ever get that? Yeah. It's going to be that one person who you love. Yeah. But you're never going to see. I think that's him for me. Because I couldn't go to see him in GBTI because flights were too expensive. So I think he's my, he's my guy that I'm just, never will cross paths with very sad yeah but oh well there's other great stuff on this show um for me it's Kota Ibushi that you're never gonna see yeah I mean I don't love Kota Ibushi I just what <laughs> <laughs> wow I got a fright there why don't you love him oh my god why don't you love him why don't you love Kota Ibushi how can anyone not love Kota Ibushi <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he's the wrestler that I never cross paths with that I'm never gonna see <laughs> How dare you say something like that in my house? You went to England to see him. 
to well see him. So You've never far. seen him, actually. I'm wrong. No, never You've never seen, seen Kodobushi. He's my golden goose. <laughs> Such a wild card. That's why you'll never see him. Because he's been so close to seeing him, like four or five separate occasions, <laughs> going all the way back to 2008. <sighs> but the dream is not dead, <laughs> and you must not give up. We will not give up. We will see Kota Ibushi. Maybe next year. Still very um, fully booked. Kota Ibushi there for Alan. No, no, I was going to Japan for the <laughs> second time. <laughs> see, if he, he selfishly got himself injured for yeah. the first time. So he wasn't on any of the shows I went to. But yes, we don't. We all love Kota Ibushi. Oh, I got scolded. scolded. Anyone who doesn't love Kota Ibushi <laughs> is just a heathen. And we will most certainly see Kota Ibushi soon, at some point. Okay, and what do you think of the show today? The show was excellent. Masato Tanaka held his arm around me as we got a photo holding Mununori Sao's t-shirt. And I wore the small FMW t-shirt that you bought me from his wife minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah, I went up to the merch table and I was looking to see what he had. I, I thought he had badges on the table, but they turned out to be earrings. And then I was going to get an 8x10 and then... I saw Eamon and another guy um, eyeing up this white t-shirt that they had that looked really nice, but his wife said that it was only a small and people were joking about how they wouldn't fit into it and Lee was there as well and uh, we were all kind of joking about like we wouldn't fit into the t-shirt and I was like, show me that actually. And I picked it up and I held it out and I was like, Alan might fit into that, where is he? And I couldn't see you anywhere. And I was like, right, I'm going to buy Alan the t-shirt instead of the the keyring for myself or the 8x10. And I bought it and had a bit of a laugh with his wife. And I went to find you and I couldn't find you anywhere for about 10 minutes. And I eventually found you outside and gave you the t-shirt and you stripped naked in the car park. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and it's December the 2nd. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I fit. It was wonderful. A great time was had by all. We went you right into that small t-shirt. <laughs> and, and, and Jordan Devlin is a world-class professional wrestler that would hang with anyone in the world despite what my wife will tell people. What? He's been trashing Jordan Devlin behind closed doors in his household. I have been defending oh. him valiantly and ranking him high in the NFL. Exposed. 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 But I've come around. Have you come around? I believe it was sitting beside me at the, the last show. You were you were slating Jordan during the main event, <laughs> I don't saying slate. how he looked he looked out of place compared to Walter and Thatcher, who were just leagues ahead. And I was like, no, he's right there with them. There, well, I'm throwing her right under <laughs> the bus here. Well, she could just cut this out. <laughs> you could just cut this. Well, out. There will be no edits. <laughs> Command decision. He's very good today. I don't think he's not good. I just. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love you, Jordan. CBC forever. <laughs> On the Christian Jordan. Well, I didn't get scolded. Yeah, you got scolded here. Okay. Where did we go from there? I didn't get a shirt today, and I wanted one because I wanted to be part of the cool kids to have one, like a real hipster. But I got one of those cool keyrings instead. Oh, yeah, the keyrings did look cool. Yeah, it's on my keys now. I got a picture with them too. I should have got some. I saw you get to photograph them. Yeah, I just didn't sand it because it's been a... I saw Gresham doing the Shannon Ford pictures and it popped me big time. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this now. Because I'm cool. Yeah. 
can't believe I bought Alan a lovely t-shirt today. He didn't even go up to look at the t-shirts himself. <laughs> I went up, saw a lovely t-shirt, bought it for him. Very nice boy, brought it to him, looked for him, brought it to him. And then he comes in and he roasts me. Trash Jordan Devlin. Where do you go from here? Where do we go? Oh, Sarah. Well, 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 well. I, I accept that I think you think Jordan is, is good. Yeah. Don't worry. It's okay. We can move on from this. Yeah. Where do we go? Lovely Raven Creed. Lovely Raven Creed. Again. Is Jordan good? There are some spots in this match that just looked like they killed Raven. Yeah. Jordan is just a powerhouse. Yeah. I was a bit like scared at some point. I was like, Jesus. She's so strong. Yeah. Just, oh, brilliant professional wrestler, Jordan Grace. I think, I think any company that can get her in, get her in. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do now. You're just like, you're shaking. <laughs> I've been exposed. <laughs> um. Yeah. What other, what other matches are on this card? Um, um, there's a women's four-way or tag match. Yeah, Debbie Keitel and Amy Alonzi against Valkyrie and Katie Harvey. Yeah. And they all looked really relaxed. That was one thing Alan said to me. He goes, this is going to be really good because they all looked really relaxed. I was like, okay, that's strange. But Amy <laughs> came out uh, with her unicorn again. Oh, so cool. I'm, I'm guessing it's with a team prick. I think it is because I think it is on the main stage shows. Oh, okay. And I think she used to team with one of them. Oh, okay. Quite regularly, so I, I'd assume so. And yeah, they're finally doing some good storylines with the women, it seems. Yeah, so Debbie and Valkyrie turned on their partners, mm-hmm. and now it seems like they're going to be a, a unit. I think it was well needed. We needed a few more heels, mm-hmm. Irish females. Uh, to be heels because Raven's such a big baby face now yeah. and um, I think there's no better two to do it because Katie's too loved by the crowd now people are just always going to cheer for her and well, Amy can't be a heel no definitely. <laughs> I just don't think not, not right now they even played up to it with Katie saying I really like you to Amy when she was like attacking her and stuff yeah and like the match was really good up to that to that point but I didn't mind the fuck finish because it's led into more things and led into what we kind of wanted. Yeah, we want storylines of the women and, and progression. and mm-hmm. Because I think that's one of the things about the women's division was we liked everyone yeah, and you just wanted to cheer everyone because you wanted to support them. But now it's good to have established kind of characters and stuff and things going on. And the Valkyrie-Katie one was kind of building up for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. And... I think Valkyrie's better as a heel. I think she will be better as a heel too. Kind of gets to show off her her character a bit more, which will be good. She won the Fight Factory Championship in the last show, but they haven't had a show since. That was a long time ago, so I was looking forward to seeing her kind of defend that and stuff. 
Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's been weird. a long time. When was the last? Sh- I can't remember when the last show was. I wasn't at a. a I I'd been to all the ones up to then, but I wasn't at that one. Well, you you were there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was there, and just unfortunately for her, the finish got a bit messed up, and mm. her big moment kind of didn't feel as big because things happened, and things do happen, but yeah. it's just unfortunate that it was her big title win beating beating Jordan Devlin, which at this moment in time is a huge deal. Yeah. Um obviously there's a reason why he had to lose but um yeah it, it, i think the irish division is going to go strength to strength i don't really agree with this point that was made today that that's kind of been the mission statement for ott this year because for half the year they didn't really bother with the women but yeah, i think it's been an incredible year for women in ott it's been an incredible second half of the year for yes. women in ott <laughs> but it's on the right road now yeah and long may it continue Yes, definitely. I think 2019... We wiped the slate clean. <laughs> yes, definitely. And so I think there's going to be some good stuff to come with the homegrown talent. And it looks like they're actually bringing in some imports um, to the women's division, which is always nice. Obviously not too many, because you don't really want too many now. Um, but yeah, good things to come. Yep. Um, we had Paddy M versus Curtis Murray. Yes. Paddy is a national treasure. The crowd were staunchly behind him in this match. Um everyone loves Paddy because he's just so good and it's good to see him, you know, get a bit of shine because he's been around for so long and yeah. He's just really good. He's still probably my favourite Irish wrestler. He's definitely one of mine because I don't think I've ever really seen him. Because I hate George. <laughs> don't hate Jordan Devlin. <laughs> Staunch Jordan Devlin hater. Um, no, yeah, Paddy was great. and Curtis, he just didn't really get much of a reaction, did he? No. It wasn't his worst match, though. No, it wasn't his worst no. match. He was in there with constant professional Paddy yeah. M, though. Um, he was fine. I just don't see him getting over with the crowd anytime soon. The crowd are just very indifferent to him. Mm. And it's kind of like that. They just don't really care yeah. about him. But he has that title now. It's defiant and I guess he's going to keep it for a while. Yeah, I think so. Like, Probably Scotty takes it off him. I think so. I think Scotty yeah. deserves it. I don't Naturally. think I don't think Scotty is ready to be in like title pictures on the main shows yet. No. But definitely that MLW title, I think he can lead the way for contender shows going forward. Um, Jordan Devon versus Terry Thatcher. This was brilliant yeah it, it was so good um i kind of like jordan i don't know if it was just me but jordan was kind of being a bit of a dickhead during this match I don't yeah know. he kind of did like i knocked it out of the park and he had the big drop kick and yeah he was kind of like showing off like um, okay i'm gonna sound like a really negative nancy and i turned i just turned and i said it to my brothers i was like look at him showing off he just lost twice in a row what a loser <laughs> I think it's because I was like, no, I want to cheer Terry. <laughs> um, this, I think this was actually Terry Thatcher's best match. Yeah. Um, an OTT. The match with Scotty was really good too. Terry's good. Terry's up there with the best. Yeah, proved it today. I think because they did kind of rely on the whole him getting beat down too yeah. much, he got to kind of show off as well. Which, like, in matches previous, I haven't seen the Uno one, I wasn't there, but, like, when they're kind of building up to his title run, like the Jonah Rock match, like, he didn't do anything in it yeah like for a lot of the times it was just him 
surviving surviving whereas this one it wasn't him surviving it was him being on par with Jordan I felt which I think worked a lot better because there's only so much of someone getting beaten up and coming back you can kind of take yeah and Jordan's not like the biggest guy as well and like Terry's one of the smaller wrestlers in OTT so that kind of worked quite good because I mean there was size difference don't get me wrong but it wasn't a massive size difference like Jonah Rock versus Terry or Walter versus Jordan so they were able to kind of go one of my favourite Jordan Devil matches of the year yeah there we (laughs) go the wrist control was brilliant at the start everyone loves a good wrist control (laughs) have you missed anything? oh Martina and the Grinch (laughs) that was a thing that happened and Dom Tuck came out dressed as a reindeer with more than hype that was good (laughs) good to see Good to see Tom Tuck. No. It should have been a three-way. It should have been Martina versus the Grinch versus Tom Tuck as a reindeer. Why didn't that happen? So dumb. Because they didn't, couldn't have Tom Tuck lose again. Um, where was Martina's fantasy? She has one. Maybe she just didn't have a chance to go home to bring it with her. Coming back from Fight Club Pro. Too early as well to press the tree. But if they had the Grinch, they could have Santa. Yeah, I, lo- I actually kind of like the Grinch thing. Yeah, he looked really cool. Yeah. It was a lot of effort into it. It was well done. Yeah. It um, was. Yeah. And I didn't know who it was. And I had to ask Alan and he was like, It's Cowboy Jim West. I was like, Oh, of course it is. His go- <laughs> his debut in OTG as the Grinch. Oh, poor cowboy. Yeah, he was really good and really charismatic mm. as being the Grinch. And I was like, It's gonna be the Grinch versus Santa, isn't it? And he's like, Yeah, it's definitely gonna be the Grinch versus Santa. And then it was Martina, I was like, Oh, it's Martina dressed as Santa and then it's like, It's just Martina. Oh, we're just having to go, Jim. And she drank a can and just left. Yeah. But there we go. There we go. Our last Dublin show, OTT Dublin show of the year. Wow, six shows we've just gotten through. In record time. Um, any other news? Any other business? Um, not really for me. I watched Bola. I'm not. I'm not as high in it as other people. I really enjoyed it. Um, like there's some. There's no match in there that makes you go, oh, that's a match of your contender. Like the tag match between Rinkamp and Shingo and Ilya was brilliant. That's the only match I've seen from Bola yeah, so far. Yeah, like that was really good. was really good. I was like fist pumping. I was like, like yeah. Like, get, I think what was so good about it was seeing like Ilya come out and like there was a bit of reaction. But then as the match went mm-hmm. on, people get, started getting really into him. Like it was actually, the four people involved in that match were involved in my favourite matches of the weekend. Like their two singles matches were my matches of the weekend. Uh, Tim against Walter and then Ilya against uh, Shingo. Um, they were my favourites. Um... Bandido's a star. He needs to stop flossing though, you know, that dance move. Yeah. Too much of it. Did see that video where he's doing the natural vibes dance and I really liked that. Yeah, with Casey and Janice is yeah. it's so like, good. So he clearly has more moves. That was so good. I want more of that. More dance I like dancing and wrestling. Yeah. You should uh, join natural vibes if you can. I think he'd fit in if yeah. he got he got them moves. I love that song. Shall we dance? Wanna learn the dance. I want to learn the dance, yeah. Casey's my favourite at Dragon Gate. Love him. Love him, love him. I don't know what the match was. I only saw the <laughs> GIF online. Um, not sure what the status of our Dragon Gate membership is. I know Alan has it from time to time. But um, I will try and watch some of that. I'm not. not I I don't watch it that much. Watch. I watch what's recommended to me. Yeah. There's too much wrestling. There's too much wrestling. I, I have a soft spot for Dragon Gate, though. Yeah, you've always... That's your... Yeah. your that's your... Japanese company really yeah, that's more so than New Japan like I, I went through a New Japan phase for about two years where I was really into it and watching it the whole time but 
I'm not so much into New Japan anymore. I, I like it, don't get me wrong, but it just seems as there's a lot of it. Yeah. You know? Kind of like WWE, there's a lot to consume. Yeah, like, I'm not really watching the tag league right now. Just because, like, there's just way too much going on. Worried about best friends. I don't know if you saw. But Chuck I hit. saw. Yeah. Really, that knocked me for two. He was happened. so aggressive. I can believe it. Yeah, I, I just, I knew he had it in him, but not when he was with, not in New Japan. I don't know what's going to go on there. Like, I was having this discussion with people, like, is he, like, the mole, and is he going to be in Bullet Club? Imagine, like, I don't can't think of anyone less that fits in than Chucky T in Bullet Club. Like, imagine him making a Bullet Club shirt. No, <laughs> no gross. It doesn't work. Gross. Um, Let you down, sir. He did. Not for the first time. Mm. He's, he's, he's done horrible things like this before. But then he came out the next night really happy and best friendly with Trent again, so I don't know what's going on. I'm what to wait to find out. For me, the only match I'm going to really recommend to people is Ilya Dragunov versus TCO from Ooh. WXW. Broken Rules. Broken Rules. I watched Broken Rules as well, actually. Yeah, it was a good show. It was. Um, I, I'm very scared for PCO, though. Yeah. I, I see he's just on Ring of Honor now. Um, he's an old man. I don't know how that's going to work. His whole appeal is he's the crazy old man who nearly kills himself against people. He's not Can't, human. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy, non-human old guy. How is he going to wrestle from like week to week for Ring of Honor? What's he going to do? Yeah, I'd be worried about him too. He nearly killed himself in Bola against Brody King. Like, it was scary. It was kind of scary against Ilya, but like it worked. Yeah, his match against Walter at Spring Break was... That's where you can see the photo that, that he has as his promo photo of his chest actually turned black like oh. minutes later. It was not great. Like, Walter didn't hold back at all. I mean, Ilya didn't hold back either, but... I'm scared from. Yeah, PCO, man. Look after yourself, yeah. please. Mind yourself. He liked you. Yeah, I... I I wouldn't mind seeing him just the once, you know, just yeah. to say I've seen him. I think he'd be up Joe's alley too. I think I've seen yeah. he'd be OTT kind of. Ah, yeah. Get him in. He was over in the UK last weekend. Yeah. I don't know what shows he was at, but I know he was there. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Oberhausen Open, as we said, we don't have an update. I was actually messaging during the show. Um, we're hoping to do 16 lanes. I think we can do it. I think we do 16 lanes. We're unsure between 6 and 8 bowlers per lane. Sarah's saying 6. Yeah. Sarah, you can definitely be on lane with 6. Yes. Um, other people said they liked 8 because it allowed them time to go to the bar and have chats and go to the toilet. That's fair. Um, so, we don't know. But hopefully 16 lanes. Yeah. Hopefully we can sell 16 lanes worth of tickets. Well, we have 64 people said yes there's a maybe column there's a there. maybe column and nobody put the maybe column yeah I think people are just so scared to that they wouldn't get their place Aww. I'm just going to pull up the spreadsheet here and right now we have we have 69 nice, <laughs> nice. people signed up um, for the Oberhausen Open and we have 17 people signed up for the Road 2 in Dublin sometime late December, early January, with another six as a maybe. Yeah, that's so that, that's really good. Um, 
yeah that, that warrants a road to for sure having that many people oh yeah definitely I'm sure in Stalorg and Mulling Ozzy where I'm going to assume we're going to have it yeah can only have six to a lane yeah so that would be nice and fun and probably a bit compact yeah Deske Sekimoto you will be my partner when I win the road to Oberhausen Open 2 and then you'll get married and then we'll get married <laughs> <laughs> step one win the road to 16 carat bowl tournament <laughs> step two convince Daisuke Sekimoto to play Oberhausen Open step three win Oberhausen Open with Daisuke Sekimoto step four question marks step six married <laughs> <laughs> this this all stems from I love I love I love Daisuke Sekimoto I just I just love him and I remember one night I was like I was at some show in in a theater and I came I come back out to check my phone and I have a, a lovely message from our friend Scott and I hadn't been talking to him at all that day so this is with no kind of precursor when are you gonna marry Daisuke Sekimoto <laughs> and I was like well Scott this is a very great great question um. Oberhausen. <laughs> it's the only time I'm going to get to. But if you're listening to this and you're playing the Oberhausen Open and you can get a group of, say, five people together or more who are playing in the Oberhausen Open, um, what we're thinking of is doing a second row to... We think five is too low to get a spot, but we'll add your scores, once they're verified by other people playing, to another group of five, if possible. Uh, or maybe more um, to get a second yeah, definitely. Um, so we're hoping we can do that um, with the UK crowd and the German crowd. Um, if possible, if you guys want to, maybe try and set up your own kind of road to leagues and... Just let us know. Yeah, you need to get that practice in anyway. I saw some WXW people were out practicing there, Julian Pace. Julian Pace, Hasilo uh, and Dennis and someone called Dan. I'm not sure who Dan is. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I think it could be the German commentator. Ah, ah, okay. That was very interesting. Yeah. Julian won. Yeah. So he's coming after you. He's third place this this year. You were second. Can Julian come come ahead of you? I don't know. That's gonna be interesting. I have all the scorecards as well from last year or from the first time around, and I'm gonna get a little binder with the pockets in it. And I'm gonna put them all in it, and I'm gonna leave it on the table every time. So I'm gonna keep oh. all the scorecards. So we're always gonna have a record, so you can look back over. That's really ones. good. Last time I was gonna bring my laptop so I could do like a proper like score yeah. tracker. But I was like, I don't want to bring my laptop to the Turbine no. Halle. Um But, you know. Right now it's happening. We're not sure, but yeah. we think it's happening. We're going to be at Carrot anyway. <laughs> my flights are booked and my hotel's booked. Uh, Post Malone did not ruin my plans. So I'm good to go. I have my ticket. I booked early because we decided we definitely weren't going to WrestleMania this year. So we would spend a little bit longer in Oberhausen. So I've been quite good to myself and booked five nights in a suite with breakfast. That's nice. Yeah, it was booked a long time ago. So um, you, got the, you got a good deal. We got a good deal quite a while ago. So very good to myself. Yeah, why not? Any final business? We've gone way over how long we said we'd be. Um, <laughs> no, next show is going to be, I want to say Belfast. I don't any other plans right now yeah for any shows before then and then going to Oberhausen for 18th anniversary to see Axel Dieter Jr and more shows this year yeah I think uh, and then I think that's me done been to a lot of shows I didn't do a count myself have you done a counter um I've 
have done when I was in work one day uh, during lunch, but I don't actually have it on me. I think I'm around the mid 30s. Oh, I thought you'd be more. Yeah, I am. Yeah, no, mid 30s. I didn't do. Uh, I when I go on weekends, I never really did all of the shows. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's been fun. I'm probably gonna do way less next year, just cause this year I went a bit mad. But yeah, it's been a good year. For me, just Belfast and first show of 2019 will be Back to the Roots. That's so cool. And I'm a mist of for Sophie to be at the 2019. We'll send Speedball here, your love. Do. Sing the song. Not now, but you know. Brass, Brass monkey. monkey. The funky monkey. I love that song. Yeah. Alright. Bye guys. Ian, sing us away. Now the show is over And we still haven't met Robert Time to get some rest and recharge But join us next time, won't you? And we'll discuss all those big issues Like Jesus, Waller's hands are so damn large Making friends and making times And resting round the world